The following podcast will contain graphic, disgusting, crass, foul, mature, and immature content. This is Colvic Darksy. I'm a half-orc cleric. I'm really into CrossFit and spreading my dark seed. Shakes. I am Melvin Hardy. I am a high elf wizard. Unfortunately, sometimes I turn people inside out. Leon, the very good adventuring team. So you guys have exited combat on this side of the wall. There's no way to do it without like a spear we can ram all the way through him. <laughs> <laughs> what are we, flat the impaler? I'll put on the stupid romper. A cheese wheel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You don't find anything of value. <laughs> Fucking cheese wheels. <laughs> Are we Let's going? Burn this motherfucker down on our way out. Yeah, I'm for that. I guess we're heading out. You've probably been wondering why. What you're fighting for. Well, rather, what I'm asking you to fight for. Would you like me to show you? Yes. Sure. Okay. And it's because of this, you hear Exude say. This is the Western Temple, the seat of life on the continent of Taos. Inside of this cube rests a divine artifact. This is why the land around you is vibrant and lush and cannot help but grow and produce life beyond countermeasure. The Eastern Temple, she says. This is the counterpart to what we saw in the West. You notice the difference, don't you? Nothing grows here. There is no life. There is no death. There's simply the rock and the water. This is the purpose I set out before you, to restore the balance, to let life, and yes, also death, flow as it should, as it was intended, to prevent the death of not only countless living beings, but of the land itself. Well, now that we have a whole line of information that we know. We kind of know the grand scheme of what we're looking for. Kind of weighs on my mind a little bit. It's bigger than what I ever thought leaving my homestead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a there's a whole world out there for you guys to explore and find out things about. Huzzah. I'm gonna... Oh, well. Exude's not here anymore. Is she? Nope. She nope. took off. Damn it. So basically, she's... If I remember right, there is... Another cube similar to the one we found that we're, we need to re-energize in some fashion, correct? Yeah, the short of this is you've got two land masses, two continents, and then like this island in the middle 
and on that island in the middle is a what she referred to as the fountain and the fountain is used to recharge these two halves of uh, what looks like a big cup or a trophy a chalice is what i've been referring to it in my head as the way that it's supposed to work is each of those two halves are supposed to go to their respective continents so you've got half over on the continent you guys live on which is taus t-a-u-s and Errol, E-R-O-L, is the other continent. Right now, the impression that you've got is that both halves of this chalice are on the continent where you guys are. And so all of the glorious life-giving energy that should be being split between the two lands is actually all being used up by your side of things. So, uh, so I'm sorry, was it two halves of a chalice? Yep, okay. And so are we thinking both those halves are in that cube that we found? Yes. So so our next steps would be to get one of those halves out? Mm-hmm. Both of them. Um, so from, I don't remember if I explained this very well during the time, but it's not, like, there's no way that you guys can get into it. Like, she, yeah, right. she was saying even her divine magic isn't enough to get in there. But at some point, the door opens. Right, because there's a, is it a yearly ceremony or something uh, like it's that? Like, it's or a long time in between. I don't think that it's you like guys a turn know. It's or something like that. A, a turn, turn is the, yeah. Yeah. the technical term. We don't turn even is know. the term. Yeah, nobody knows how many turns there actually are, but it's foretold that we're at this point in time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the cube opens at mm-hmm. that time. Yep, there's a doorway on it that will open up. How long will it stay open for? Um, so, well, this is kind of weird, because I'm not sure that I necessarily want to... I don't, I don't know how I want to explain this to you guys because it's like, it's not stuff that you know, but I have answers for, so I'm not sure how to like... Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, I mean, if it, she like, didn't it, tell us, then we were just asking this guy around each other. Cause it, and I don't think you... I mean, you guys didn't really ask Exude the last time, but I mean, the next time you see her... Mm-hmm. All right. I well, mean, you could ask more of these questions of her directly, but the, I don't... I, I can't think of a reason why you guys as characters would know this stuff yet. All right, that's fine. We can let's just keep it to things that we should know or that we learned last time. So there's a, basically there'll be a ceremony. At that point, we have an opportunity to make things right. And the reason why we want to do this is to restore balance to the world. Exudes interested in in it because, well, I should let me ask this: it restores some balance to the world, but. Exude explained it in a way that she was interested because more life means eventually more death and the cycle continues and so on. But why is there less life with how things are set up right now? I mean, basically, we just have twice as much life on one continent, it would seem. So what the way that she was explaining it to you, and I don't think... Uh, oh, whatever, I'll just fucking tell you this. So basically, there's like for magic reasons, right? I don't have this all 100% logic out, but there's supposed to be, like, every turn, these two chalices get refilled, they get sent out to the two islands, and then that's, like, where the life force flows into these continents. And it's been so long since that life force has been in use on the other continent that she's worried that it's basically going to go sterile. Looks like we got ourselves a Moana situation here. I was actually thinking of the Martian where like looks like we have ourselves the Martian situation here (laughs) (laughs) like where his soil gets like exposed to space and everything dies like you can't 
create new microbes and blah 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 all that easily in that scenario in this one it's just like that it would be it would have gone so long that it would be more or less unrecoverable the other flip side of that by the way is that you know the candle that burns twice as fast burns half as long kind of thing or like like the continent that you guys are on and again i don't think exude said this in the last conversation but it is part of what's implied here is that you can effectively use up the capacity for you know storing and using life on the continent that you're on because it's been pushed so hard for so long like, okay so it eventually burn out mm-hmm. we feel okay that changes things yes yeah. i mean personally i was thinking so far we're on the better end of things i mean we got what we need so mm-hmm. why should we care but now it's a little bit uh i can i can't really be it's a very american way of looking at it yeah i was trying not to <laughs> lean any towards any <laughs> at this point you guys are now aware of this as like the major sort of plot line right so i am not telling you guys what to do like basically what the way that i planned this all out in advance was that there's a world that you live in and there's things that are going to happen in sequence in that world over a course of time as we're playing the campaign and you can influence those events you can not influence them you can be a part of them in whatever way you want and then the end choice now that you basically already know what it's going to be is you guys can take that chalice back to that fountain uh, on this island when the appropriate time comes around on the island or the other continent uh you like charge it up first at this at the island is that island valeria in the narrow sea what's up (laughs) and then from there I mean, you guys can choose. You guys can choose to bring it back to where you're at and keep the cycle going. Because, like, all you really have at this point is Exude's word for it, that that's yeah. the way things are going. We haven't um, really heard from any of the other demigods at this point. Well, which I mean, we've this... been trying to. We're sending a message. We're slipping mail into freaking doorways. Right. No one's contacting us. So the other side of it is you could take the whole thing, or you could split it, right, to put it on both sides. You could bring the whole thing back to your continent, or you could take the whole thing and go to the other continent. Or somebody else could also be trying to influence that, and other things could happen, whether or not you're a part of it. Like, True. The way that I'm trying to run this whole sequence and game and everything else is that, like, rather than, like, I'm trying to make you guys go do a specific thing, like, there's world events that'll happen around you, and you can... What happens if we drink this water? It's not actually water. Oh. What happens if we pee in the chalice? It would hold it. It I'll, is cup-shaped. You do that. I'll laugh with Tinged with urine. So, it's, this is generally known, how, this is how the world works. Like, other people in the world knows. Not this. really. This has all been kind of a surprise to you guys. So, but it's, presumably there are some people that know about this. Presumably. Yeah, because right. I a minimum mean, there was, yeah, then you were saying, like, there are scholars who kind of always debate about what this because this is such an old thing that it probably hasn't happened for a while since the two islands are already dying at the last turn and nobody's really done this task for so long people probably forgot about it well that's that's what i'm wondering are we going to have any help in this are we going to are there people who are designated to do this that like we're going to be inserting ourselves into the equation is there some kind of cult out there that's already planning to do well, I think that's where Grace came involved because he said it has to be a child, right? 
That's yeah, what Exit point. was saying? That was the thing that was said. Yep, that was the thing. So it has to be a child to be able to do this, whether we know the child lives or dies or... Well, she said we'll need the child. All right, so where are we in game now? Are we back in Andon? Yeah. So I'll... Uh, unless you had additional questions, I mean... Or not questions, but like discussion amongst yourselves, you know? This is actually blowing my mind as a young half-orc just experienced kind of the outside world i'm kind of i'm i'm feeling like i want to go to my parents and just kind of see what's going on just because i mean this is the biggest thing i've ever experienced in my whole life even though we've met gods we've had this i'm kind of weighing down on me right now how far away is your clan not that far it's just outside of town Mm -hmm. let's go visit what's the worst that could happen (laughs) (laughs) it's dnd i mean anything really but mm-hmm. hold my beer while well, i was in an art clan <laughs> <laughs> i think we, you didn't really say it was a clan it's really just like your family so your far, immediate family yeah so far as immediate family and my siblings have gone off to study weird I mean, families of their own orcs i think like skyrim where they have their own little yeah it's true maybe hmm it's your family man we'll do a, we'll do it how you want to do it yeah, I think that's a, a really good, a, good adaptation of maybe it's a cl- clan that kind of keeps in touch male-wise. Or, no. Fuck. I don't know. Dude, I never this, thought of that. That's cool. No, could, I think it's uh, your, your call. I think it's already been kind of established that more. There hasn't been much said about like an entire clan. It's more just your family. Yeah. I was just thinking in my head. Like, that's how what I always think. Because I don't like interact with arcs very much. Do we, let's maybe, uh, let's table the visiting your family until after we can do the world building. Okay. Or you and I could even just talk about some of that stuff out, outside yeah, of this. Good. If you wanted to as well. All right. Then another thought. Where did you go to school, wizard? Where did you learn your wizardly ways? I went to school at Peg Blisters. <laughs> College <laughs> of wizards and sorceresses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Pig blisters. Well, my thought is there might be some scholars or academic types that might know something about this, wherever. Like, we should go to a different town. I don't think we're going to get many answers where we are. <laughs> Pig blisters is pretty fucking perfect. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like in my mind, I was rolling back and was like, "What is that code for?" Like, is that bar source? That's the that's the other rival school. The four yeah, like so ones, 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 ones the tri wizard cup. <laughs> Pig warts. <laughs> pig blisters. Bar sores. And what's the and, third one? Uh, this is good. Probably like... I like this. Yep. Wait, what was it? Boy what? Bar sores. <laughs> Sour herpes. <laughs> oh, herpes is probably a little too far. I was thinking, yeah. Poik lumps. Sow lesions. Sow sores. Sow sores and bar sores. <laughs> oh, man, we already have bar sores. Yeah. I like the alliteration more than I like the, the S's. <laughs> so. Sow scabs. Sow scabs. <laughs> Gross. All right, cute. There it is. <laughs> Pig blisters. <laughs> 
I'm yeah. excited to hear how that, yeah, the we, Triwizard Cup came we, off. We are totally doing a Triwizard Cup of some kind now. <laughs> You're going to get an invite, like, from your alma mater or something like that. That sounds awesome. They need you to, like, come and, like, do the the, the, the trough ceremony instead of the <laughs> cup ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> it's a golden trough is the, the prize. <laughs> Do they have the sorting trough? We're going to get a hauler cease and desist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I went to Pig Blisters, University of Wizarding. <laughs> That's perfect. Should we talk to Aegis about selling the tower? Would he want to, like, if he wants to buy it? Maybe he could broker some kind of deal. I said we put it out there. We had some. How much do you think that tower will go for? I'd say. 40, I'd say let's rent 50 it out. Grand. I'd say let's rent it out. <laughs> See if he's got any tenants that need a. Actually, I don't care about the tower. We should try to get ourselves into some trouble. Trouble, yeah. Trouble. Trouble. I'll, I'm going to see if I can find outside a game. Um, I know that there's a couple of like reference material books for D and D on like, like what does it mean to own a tavern or like. Like, the Dungeon Master Guide has some of that stuff, and I can pull some of it from there, but, like, um, but there's a couple of other books out there. Because, like, you seem to be really interested in, like, a recurring revenue sort of thing, as mm -hmm. opposed to just, like, a one-time sale. Like, you, you want to get into property. Absolutely. Real estate. Oh, yeah, it could be, like, a rest stops, like, on the way to the next town or something. It wouldn't take much to put some floors in there. We could start our own town. Start our own town? Yeah. Around a tower? There's Sounds a... Perfect. We should start a fight uh, club You should look up the Kickstarter project, Strongholds and Followers, I think is what it's called. It's kind of like a throwback to old school D&D. &D. It's a guy that did, a, uh, for one, a very wildly successful Kickstarter. Oh, yeah. Um, but also is about, like, I think I mentioned this the last time we were playing, actually. It's like, the original D&D &D was like, you're one fucking dude or a group of people, and you go out and slay monsters and attack castles and eventually work up enough money to get your own fucking castle and then you fight off other adventurers that are trying to get your shit sub fifth edition supplement for building strongholds and attracting followers that sounds awesome that seems like a direction you uh you could be into i don't know how long it's going to take him to get the book out though because i think his kickstarter like just i don't know if it's even done yet well we now have an awesome few awesome locations to go to maybe we should go to the location where the chalice needs to go venture out that way just to see where it is even about that's not a bad plan start heading that way like how far i don't know like uh what's the geography here where are we are we pretty far inland is our town's on the way mm -hmm. and how far away is the is the turn that you don't know from what i gather nobody knows when the turn is what do you guys think should we make our own town i think we should make at least a guild up there a guild what yeah kind of, a guild of what wizards uh, future adventurers. We can make three guilds. You could have a thieves guild, a wizards guild. You could start I a like, school. Yeah, I think we I should like start the idea school. if it was just us playing for shits and gigs. But I don't think it'd make for very good podcasting. Do you? I mean, we could. We could, I guess we could make it. It is what we make it. Mm -hmm. That'd be pretty cool to make fine little minions. Make like a we school. could make it fairly amusing, I guess. Those guys can go off the world and do our bidding and pay us money. Like, how would we even start? What do you start a town with? I would think like a, like some sort of rest stop. Well, like most towns in America sprung up around railroads and freeways, so like we'd have to have some sort of like it can start off as a material building place, so we 
trade materials, like the forest around it. We could start logging and then from there, build off from there. There we go. We could turn the wizard tower into a general store. Mm-hmm. We'd have to find somebody to run it. Ooh, that'd be cool while we're on our... Yeah, while we're on our way, we can also bring in exotic goods so people would want to go up there. Could be a spinoff podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the general store. The, the very, very good general store. The very good merchanting team. <laughs> mercantile. All right, that'd the be very good mercantile. That'd be nineteen twenty-five. Okay, here's your change. <laughs> Next. A lot of opportunities for sound effects in there. Just throw that <laughs> cash <laughs> register machine. <laughs> Coin sounds. Oh shit, we're at a stick up. Oh no, guys. You made twenty gold. <laughs> Roll for tip. <laughs> Next week on the very good merchanting team. Could be a lot of a lot of role play opportunities there. You guys carry Gatorade? I don't <laughs> see any orange back here. Yeah, we're out of stock in that right now. Well, how long till it's in? Uh, you want shorts or hundreds? Da -da -da! So, this, you'll recall, is mm -hmm. approximately the world. You guys are more or less there in the center of the western continent. How wide is the continent? Um, I don't have exact numbers worked out, but I think I think that middle part width is about a thousand miles, so you'd be about five hundred miles away. Okay, so presumably there's gonna be a bunch of tones between us and the Oh yeah. Yeah, you guys are in a fairly populated land. We're like where the river forks and shit. Mm-hmm. Alright. I think we should go to these northern islands. Right now. <laughs> Let's go. If we're going to that island, is that something like that we would want to bring Gracie with then? No, no, not yet, I don't think. Not a 500 mile trip when we don't know what we're getting ourselves into. Well, it's just 500 miles to the shoreline. Yeah. Yeah, but it I looks mean, like it's probably. To go there. What, if, what if we have to come back and get her? Well, then we do what we got to do. Why don't we just, you know. I mean, we like don't get have, a whole caravan together and bring Perkins and everything. Why we don't we, have. Why the don't we work smarter, not harder? We don't have the chalice or anything to really make it. We'd well, have to come we, back anyway. Yeah, we would have to come back to Annan to get the chalice. It's underground. Fair enough. So you just want to scout ahead and see what things look like? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I start. I guess like it was a good suggestion. Start like maybe there's something there that suggests what needs to be done, like some sort of ruin or something or else. Maybe people close to there know what they're doing. Maybe we'll get picked up by another demigod somewhere. Who knows? <laughs> it's like getting signed to another label. Yeah, exactly. Maybe well, we should just ask Zoot what we should do. How do we call her? Murder somebody? Should we go find a bunny? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that we still need to gear up before we start doing some of these ventures. All right. Which is specifically what Exude has been doing for you guys, is getting you guys more loots and gears. You got the dick necklace so far. The shovel. The shovel. A, yeah. And the shovel necklace. Yeah. More stuff to come. Giggity. Because you guys basically just got back from that, and then she, she visited and uh, said that she was looking into the next item, uh, and that she would visit you soon. Well, we can explore this continent more. We can go north past the mountains, see what's over there. We can go south past the jungle, um, if you didn't want to go towards the center. What are you talking about? To get to the jungle and shit, like, it's a journey of, like, a thousand miles. Well, I'm over... just saying, if we didn't want to go east, we'd have to go north or south. Why are we going anywhere? If she's going to contact us soon, why don't we just put our thumbs up her butt? We're assuming, something? like, maybe she knows where we're going. I don't think she's, like... It doesn't work like that. We were already told she's not, she can't see the future. She's not omnipotent. Always in motion, it is. 
<laughs> we don't have to go very far. Let's go to the next town and see what's what. Maybe there's work to be had. That's not very far away. Maybe are we to Kingsbury? Sure. Though Kingsbury is like that's to the coast. Yeah, we that's, can, that's oh, pretty Okay, far. that's low. Well, I will tell you guys that there is a thing that's about to happen that will give you some work and a next thing to do. So hey, that's cool. If you wanted to like do some exploring, we can do that too, but I'm just being lazy and telling you that the thing I have prepared will, is about to happen to you. Oh, <laughs> that's fine. I was just trying Let's to think. relax in the shop then until something happens. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I don't wait for other... <laughs> ding, ding! Um, I certainly have uh, like some other shit about other areas um, sort of ready, but just not like well-prepped enough that I could make... I'm gonna... Like, you guys could go places and it'd be like, mm, yep, you're there now. <laughs> I'm uh, going to ask Melvin. Nothing going on. You, you want to keep hanging out? <laughs> Pull up a chair? I'm going to ask Melvin to teach me how to play Pogs. Melvin? You want to know how to play Pogs? I do. You haven't learned just by watching us? I mean, I don't know. The, I just see you slamming and losing. I just want to learn more. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Burn. Yeah. It's a third degree burn. And you have a slammer. You have the... I have right now. I have the copper knockers. You have the copper knockers. So you're just itching to use those copper knockers? Because it's itching. Yep. I'm going to pull them out of my pants and wash it off. And I'm like, can you teach me how to play some Pogs? You guys want to play a round of Pogs? Yeah. A, a nice, friendly game of Just Pogs. Just a nice, friendly, friendly game of Pogs. Well, let's make it interesting. He was talking shit. Yeah, I know. You want to take that? I agree. Maybe I'm ignorantly talking shit. Well, you want, you want to play Pogs? I do. Kulvik, uh, well, what are, you, what are you putting on the line? I don't know. I don't really want to lose. I don't, just to preface I don't this, I don't want any like pants. A, I don't want no pants. Talking like a nerd. Well, I don't want to lose this guy anymore, but <laughs> I have the copper knockers in my hand. I'm like, well, would, do you want this thing back? Well, how are we doing this? Generally, our slammers are almost... Well, that's negotiable, right? Whether slammers are on the table or not. Yeah, you don't have to play for slammers. I mean, you guys really could just play a straight-up friendly game of doesn't nothing sound, on the line. Doesn't or, like Melvin wants to. He's a gambler. Or you guys could do a wager of whatever kind you want. Uh, though the pants sounds like that's already been rejected, but throw some gold my, on the line. Why don't we go to the bar and do it? You don't necessarily have to play in the bar for your slammer. You could play for money. True. Against a stranger with him as... A mentor. You don't necessarily have to play against the wizard, do you? Yeah, let's go to the bar. And I've been meaning to talk to Dunk anyway, just to see what's up. Let's go down to the old broken egg. Yo, Dunk, what's up? Mm -hmm. Dunk? You adventure. That's not really an adventure, but (laughs) you you walk down to the broken egg and more of a gallivant. (laughs) You, You gallivant to the broken egg. Uh, we haven't really established a time here, so let's just conveniently say that it's, uh, it's evening time. There are a variety of the usual patrons starting to filter in here. Um, you can see, you know, Hot Carl is up there on the stage doing his thing. The band's playing. Mia's uh, rolling around out there on the floor doing what the fuck ever she does. And How are they doing, by the way, after the whole death? Are they doing all right? I mean, everything down back to normal, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say that. Uh, I mean, you 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 go over and you talk to oh, him yeah, and I'll check in, mm-hmm. right? You uh, check in with Hot Carl and Mia sees you talking to him. She comes over and says hello and checks in with you guys. And you know, they're sad about it. They definitely seem like they're affected in at least some way. But uh, this is normal life for them. Like people disappear, people get killed, people get bought. Like weird shit like that happens all the time. Can we buy somebody? 
Uh, not here. This is a little more and civilized. Free, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel kind of, I mean, how are you feeling that you're down here now? I mean, Lexi's kind of gone. It's the first time you, uh, second time you're down here without her here. It's a little melancholy. A little melancholy. I don't really feel like boning anymore. No. It's going to take me a while to come out of my shell, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> Salam, listeners. Thanks for coming back. So the first half of this episode was largely composed of material I was going to cut. I listened to it a few times, and while some of the editing isn't super fantastic, I did my best to cut it together as a mostly natural conversation. I felt like it was all material you folks might find reasonably interesting, though, so I decided to leave it all in. It seems like you folks like the episodes where we just kind of ramble and stumble our way through things anyway, so yeah, well, I hope you're enjoying it so far. By the time you hear this message, the Retroverse folks will be halfway through their Kickstarter campaign. I've already pledged my hard-earned dollars, and if you like what they're doing, you might want to consider it as well. You can go to lasersandliches.com and see their handiwork. And the link to their Kickstarter is right there on the front page. Again, we're not getting paid to say any of this. It's just a super cool project that I'm excited about. That's the great thing about being the dude that edits these episodes. I just get to plug whatever I want, and none of those other assholes can do anything about it. Unfortunately, we had no new reviews this week. We shed a tear. We'll thank Bapperson again, since they were the last review we received. Get out there and leave us a review on iTunes so we have something to read during the next break. As always, you can find links to the various social media sites, the Voluntary Rickroll, Patreon, and Kofi, and even a link to the new subreddit out there on thevgat.com. T-H-E-V-G-A-T dot com. Well, folks, not a lot else to put out there. Just another regular week slagging away at the old podcast grindstone. Let's get back into some hot, hot pogs action. Uh, in the back room, there is uh, an assortment of other Pogs players. Let's see here. Well, I'm looking for someone specifically. You're looking for Saban? Nope. The other guy. The pants guy. He's kind of my... He doesn't know he's my arch rival, but I have very strong feelings uh, against him. Yeah, we never really... Uh... We haven't really established anything about that guy. We haven't even given him a name or anything yet. No, I just know him as Pants Guy. Pants Guy. Leon. Leon. I was watching a little Blade Runner earlier today on my plane ride. Makes me think of Leon. That was from the first movie, though. Leon? What's what's Leon's last name? Ironically, it's Jeans Off. Jeans Off? (laughs) (laughs) Jeans On. Jeans Off. Leon Jeans Off. His name could be Gene. His name is Gene Zoff. (laughs) There it is. Eugene Zoff. Gene for short. My friends call me Gene. I picture him as like a middle-aged balding guy, like like a salesman with a comb over and glasses. Oh, man, you said middle-aged bald guy, and I thought of the... uh, what the fuck is his name? The Rube from King of the Hill? The Rube. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> not Dale, not Boomhauer, but the third one. What the hell is um, his name? 
He's always kind of he's, yeah. He's got, he's in love uh-huh. with Peggy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, that's gonna bother me now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I can fix this. Don't he's in the National Bill. Guard. Bill. Yeah, Bill. Yeah. Bill Dotrieb. Bill, Bill Dotrieb. Eugene Zoff. A.K.A. Gene. <laughs> Fucking Eugene's up. <laughs> I did like Leon, but that's just too perfect to pass up. Uh, yeah, yeah, Gene is there. Saban is there. Gene is there. And they have one additional crony. There's the three of them that are always hanging out. Saban, we've talked about, is, uh, is kind of older. Um, and by the way, just in case this hasn't been established anywhere else, the majority of what would you call it, like sentient and humanoid races in civilization are human beings. Like, I haven't come up with a number yet, but it's, it, I mean, it would be like 85% plus of all people are human. So unless, unless I say otherwise, they're all human. Okay. So Sabin and, and Eugene are both humans. Sabin, we talked about him being significantly older. Eugene, we'll say, is a middle-aged. Balding man. Balding salesman of some kind. We don't, we don't know exactly what he does during the day. <laughs> and then there is one additional crony. Who's, who's the other guy going to be? Steve. We'll say this guy's like, how about this guy's in the middle? He's like in his 50s. Not quite retirement age, but he's definitely coasting towards it. He's kind of greasy. Creepy looking. Like what's the medieval equivalent of a plain white van? That's what this guy rides around in. He just never talks. <laughs> Giving people the side eye. <laughs> so nobody knows if he's mute or not. He just... They don't even know what his last name They're not even sure if Steve is his name. They just started calling him that. He's been hanging around ever since. <laughs> Fucking Every- Steve. Everybody has a different name for him. You know, old Bill over there. You mean Steve? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> he lives in a caravan down by the river. <laughs> <laughs> Or what? I mean, what the fuck would you call that? Like a a cart, like a covered cart, like covered wagon, covered wagon. He lives and in a, a covered wagon, wagon down, by, down the, by the river. A covered wagon, pulled by a goat. Only thing he they know is he didn't better. finish high school. And he that's became one a... hell of a goat. I'd like to see that goat. Well, that's why it's down by the river. He got to the bottom of a hill and never got back up. <laughs> so he got one fucking goat pulling that thing. Valleys are tough. <laughs> one goat power doesn't get you anywhere these days. <laughs> One GP. <laughs> so Steve, Gene, and Sabin are hanging out downstairs in the broken egg. And they see you come in and, uh, it, you know, it's that, uh, that semi-friendly greeting of old rivals. You know, mostly they're looking at Melvin, thinking that he's the one that's going to be playing here. You guys want to stop at the bar, grab yourself some beverages? Yep. Some fucking brandy. Get yourself some awesome drinks and uh, and an apple juice, and mm-hmm. they're all sitting at uh, they're all sitting around the tables. If you remember, I kind of described this as like uh, it's a fairly long, narrow room. There's a um, raised platform down the center where the dancers are. The left side of that room is where the I don't know pit boss slash dealer, you know, card game kind of thing, like where there's like a house dealer controlling it on the left side, and then the right side is just the pogs table. So they're over there. They're at the far back one because the cool kids are always at the far back one. And there you be. What do you want to do? Well, came here to teach Colvix and Pogs. So let's find ourselves a pogs table, and uh, you're you're busting out the copper knockers. So I'm not gonna bet them. 
Um, I'm seeing this guy is kind of like a sales guy, knowing him as a salesperson. The only other salesperson I've ever met was... What's his face from the other town? Um, pardon. pardon. Yeah, pardon. And so I'm actually going to bust out because I have three bottles of cleaners on me. And I'm just going to look at Gene's guy. I'm like, you, me, Pogs? And I'm going to hold him up. Get stains out of anything. Are you, you're like Vanna Whiting? The, yeah, uh, Vanna Whiting, this, this cleaner, display. just trying to have him so he can sell it. Hopefully that gets his attention. All right, none, so we've got to establish what this guy sells because whatever, whatever you're bidding, you know, is like a sales guy item. So what does this guy sell? It's got to be something fucking dumb. Something dumb, uh, yeah, around the town, people that nobody ever buys unless they've never heard of this guy before. Great. Almost, he, he gets almost. his four sympathy sales per year. That's kind of like his commission he lives on. It's the knife salesman. I, what was see, that? I almost fucking... want to say it's a, like, what's the equivalent of a vacuum? Brooms. <laughs> yeah, I guess. So just a broom salesman. So he, <laughs> so you look over. Funny that it's both cleaning supplies. So you look over and, and you're that's why like, so interested. You're posing with this bottle of cleaning fluid, and he opens up his coat, and hanging inside of it is one of those miniature broom and dust pans. <laughs> just inside of his coat, hanging in there. And he kind of nods at you, like, like indicating it. Mm -hmm. Like, so is, is he trying to sell to Kulpik brooms? <laughs> He's well, it, it's it's a bet for bet. Oh. I go. Mmm. Yes. All right. And the rest of uh, the crew over there, uh, they all kind of pat him on the back and give him some encouraging pushes forward. And you step up to the Pogs table with Gene, Eugene Zoff. That's even, almost even better. Eugene's off. <laughs> so you're on the other side with uh, Eugene's off. You're betting a very small broom and dustpan uh, against the bottle of cleaning fluid. And, uh, and you guys, what, you, you got to coach him through this, Melvin. Tell him. Uh, well, that's what I was wondering. I mean, you're, you're being pretty, uh, you know, aggressive over here. You're picking out a guy right out of the crowd. But, uh, all right, I got your back, man, so. Hey, Greasy Steve, got I got five on the arc. Greasy Steve. So, <laughs> Greasy Steve, we're writing that down. So, you're not, uh, so Steve is not the sales guy? It's, uh... It's Eugene. Eugene, he's the sales guy? He's not, the sales guy. Not Greasy Steve? Okay. Steve doesn't, nobody knows what Steve does because he doesn't talk. Okay. Something is in that covered van down by the river, but... I'd be happy if he was, like, the most powerful man in town for some reason. I was I was thinking he's actually like he runs like a charity out of there or something like that. Like he's, <laughs> he's the heart of gold guy. <laughs> Everybody thinks he's creepy as fuck, but he's in there like really nice. hand stitching teddy bears, <laughs> making meals for the elder elderly and infirm. <laughs> but I always think it's creepy because he always has like balloons around his weird place. And oh God. <laughs> he's just trying to give the the covered wagon enough loft to get back up the hill. All right, Kolvik, you got your slammer ready to go? I hold up the slammer. Mm -hmm. All right, so he's, he's learning you. And what we're going to do, because I love giving you guys as many advantages as I can, is I'm going to allow you once in your set of three to re-roll. Just one time. Uh, and you're going to have to, like, basically what we'll do is you'll make your rolls, and then I'll roll the other side of it. Okay. But if you roll and you're like, oh, that sucks, you can do a re-roll. All right. 
Uh, so, get my little note taken. Do you have any uh, strategy to give me while I, while we're all warming up? Don't lose. Don't lose. That's good. <laughs> oh. Okay. And then you want to slam your slammer. So. It's all on the wrist. Mm-hmm. Oh, when you said that, my eyes perk up. The wrist. Oh, okay, okay. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I'm familiar with the wrist. Kovacris strong. <laughs> <laughs> Especially after holding these copper knockers for like the last week. Huh. Is, is there going to be like a, a parallel montage where he shows you shake making after this? <laughs> no, you're doing it wrong. Let me show you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He should have been selling shake weights or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you are you're at the table. Uh, we're setting up. We're we're excited, and you're you're ready to stack up these pogs and start slamming them down. So call take your back, take call your first back, shot. Call back. Uh, six. Six. Uh, and then the way we'll do this is the same way we're doing it with Melvin. Is that you are going to add your Oh shit, you're not proficient. Melvin is proficient in pogs. You would not be, so you're only going to add your dexterity modifier. Yep. For the dexterity? Yep. Alright. Thankfully, it's not. That's good. So, uh. Creepy eight. Steve took your bet, by the way, Roscoe. He didn't say anything, but he just. <laughs> <laughs> he sidled up to you. Like, you looked away because you didn't think that he got it, and then you looked over and he was just fucking standing there. <laughs> just there. Oh, Jesus. Get <laughs> up a box of Tic Tacs. I'm and then the five, the five gold was on the table right next to yours. I'm going to look at Sab and I'm going to say 10 gold on the ore. Damn. After that first roll? Okay. But that was my first roll, so I'm, I'm just going to let it slide. It was my bad one. I missed. I don't know, but. All right. Let me take sure, make sure I'm writing this down, Melvin. All right, his roll. Oh uh, yeah, he destroyed you. You get a 19 on the first one, so it is zero to one. 13. 13. You're gonna keep that. Uh, no. is it, and it's 13 plus. What's your dex? It, no, it'd be 13 with dex. With dex, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna re-roll. Okay, 19. 19. Good one. His is a four. One and one. Should have kept that first one. <laughs> Natural 20. Nice. He rolled a, uh, well, 15, which was 17. So you now are the proud owner of a very small broom and dustpan. Woo, I'm just holding up really proudly. <laughs> he re- he's a good sport about it, though. He reaches off the table and gives you a shake. and uh, not, a, not a shake, obviously, a handshake. He didn't right. just have a shake prepared. I'm all excited about this. Now I can now add gambling to my list of deeds. There you go. Uh, Melvin, take your 10 gold from Sabin. And uh, Roscoe, take your 5 gold from Creepy Steve. It's all greasy. <laughs> <laughs> like when a kid, one of your kids and somebody ate pizza and then handled your NES controller. <laughs> that was the fucking worst, man. <laughs> Towel off before you grab my controllers. So as we get up from the table, I'm going to go ahead and grab the broom and sweep off the table as we walk away. Nice. Just so you know, make it pristine, because I think we're going to go. That didn't get your blood going? Yeah. You only got one I, game? That's all. Uh, I mean, I, we, I thought we were down here to play uh, see Dunk as well. I mean, we were, but mostly we came down here because you had an interest in Pogs. I mean, how do you feel after your first Pogs I, game? You won your first Pogs oh, game? Oh, I felt exhilarated. I mean, I got some stinky orc sweat coming off me right stinky. now. Just because I wasn't sure. It's, it, was an, it was a very intense moment for me. Everybody was like all eyes on me. I'm just like... You had about 9 o'clock? 
What? Yeah, at about nine o'clock. Nine fifteen. Well, I guess I mean in rocket terms, maybe like three fourths of a. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> the lipstick. Thank it's you. Peeking out a little bit. <laughs> One turn of the dial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> quarter, quarter turn. What's, what's what's like the? Is it like a five turn? Is the full? Mm-hmm. <laughs> So it's, I mean, is that are you one and done? Do you feel like you want to go another round? No, I'm I'm moderation. The, yeah, moderation on this one. I'm not the crazy hardcore gambler that other people are. So seems like Melvin's ready for a go. I can tell he's he's feeling the spirit. Yeah, Melvin. I, yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna look at Saban and see if he's interested in the game. I'll give him the old raised eyebrow. I'm feeling good. I'm hoping Kolvik's good luck is gonna rub up, rub off on me. Nice, nice. Uh, Saban is definitely always up for a game with you. I'll uh, I'll ask Saban if he's uh, interested in winning back his douchey, douchey deep cut. The deep <laughs> cut. The deep cut. <laughs> yeah, he is definitely interested in playing for the deep cut. Shit, what what was his other one? He needs something of it reciprocal was, uh, value. Didn't it? Was it the... Uh, Saban's other one? Yeah. It was, and sna- it was the don't tread on me thing, wasn't it? Oh, the Gadsden flag? The Gadsden flag, or he didn't. He had at least that. I thought there was another one I'm trying to think of. Uh, I want so to make... the, the way that I have these listed, I have the deep cut, dumb skull, dumb snake. Uh, those are the only ones that I have listed from Saban. I thought we maybe, because the, the snake one was the Gaston flag one. Or let's, well, let's say that. I mean, the, here are the ones that I'm pretty sure that I have. The deep cut, the rigid rainbow. Um, I did I get the adoption papers? You never lost them. I never lost them. Yeah, we. I think I, you put those away after. <laughs> and then I won Me Lucky Charms and the Monkey Surprise <laughs> from Kalora. <laughs> I'm not to toot my own horn, but that's my favorite one so far. So which ones have you lost? Like you've been on a losing streak. Well, I lost the Copper Knockers, but then Kolvik won. Uh, won that back. Well, and basically, I just, like, let you guys play long enough to win them all back. <laughs> so, you haven't lost any of them except for the Copper Knockers, which uh, technically was won back, you know, to the group. But What Kovic's if he has one that says, ask gas or grass, nobody rides for free? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I, feel like he, I feel like he got that one from Greasy Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Those are gas. Do we, do we have a lot of gas-powered vehicles? Lanterns and shit. <laughs> ask gas or ponies? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a- I guess that doesn't work. Ass whale oil. Or... <laughs> <laughs> doesn't have quite the same ring. Uh, like... Ass whale oil or medicinal herb. <laughs> Nobody rides for free. <laughs> so let's say that Sabin. Well, Sabin. I mean, this, this guy's like a older retired guy, right? Sitting down here and playing pogs with like, especially traveling people that come through town. This, this is like what this guy does. Yeah. Is so this, is this like what? old retired people do like when they're at the casino like people that play chess at the park yeah, yeah. Or, yeah play slot machines mm-hmm. i wasn't thinking that highbrow but most yeah. of the time it's above ground but he just does it at the shady bar mm-hmm. yeah i mean i believe we've talked about this before that pogs is is the game for all generations all ages <laughs> uh mm-hmm. it really pogs. tm really uh unites the people in a way that no other sport or activity does um i think we can all agree on that so, uh, you know, he's, he's like an underground dude, but um, because of the gambling aspect, let's say. But since he is playing all the time, and because this town is a pretty central uh, like 
route, you know, a trade route kind of thing, being in the center of the continent. He sees a lot of people come through. So not all of his pogs are super, super douchey. Like his favorite ones are the ones he's had custom made for himself uh, or made himself. I think we actually established last time he had made him himself. But he's won a fuckload of slammers from other people. Like Saban is pretty damn good at this. We can come up with whatever we want to for his his fucking. Should there be one? Maybe it's it's got a uh, it's got a big pot leaf on it. <laughs> yeah, that seems good. <laughs> and it's got the uh, the ass medicinal weed or <laughs> whale, whale oil. oil ass whale oil or medicinal herb <laughs> nobody writes for free it's in really tiny font so it can <laughs> go in a circle all the way around <laughs> oh all right so now we just need a name for this one it's a biker slogan bong ripper 420 <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. bong it's fucking saving the stoner. He's been a stoner this whole time. Oh, he wanted off a stoner. Yeah, he wanted off a stoner. What did, what did you call it? Bong Ripper 420? Yep, the Bong Ripper 420. <laughs> <laughs> so, you step up to the Pogs table. You lay down the deep cut, one of Saban's favorite slammers. And he lays down as a counteroffer <laughs> the Bong Ripper 420. Which has a marijuana leaf and, help me out again, ass, whale oil, or medicinal herb. Nobody rides for free. <laughs> <laughs> so written, catchy. Written, I mean, it just rolls right off the tongue. He's got that, uh, that slammer and he's, he wants to know if you will gamble between those two. I look at that and just laugh out loud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said totally <laughs> trick. <laughs> He sets it down and he's like, I got this one the other day. It's pretty cool. Actually, actually do you just want to trade straight up right now? <laughs> <laughs> he's got too much pog honor for that. He's, he wants to play for it. Fair enough. All right. All right, let's do this. Uh, what's your... So your proficiency went up, right? So you're going to be basically plus five on these rolls, eh? Oh, really? Uh, let me see here. Because your dex gives you like a plus two? You're a fairly dexterous wizard. Q. Why the fuck? Elevator music. We're level no. seven, correct? We should be. Dexterous. Yes, I have a plus two. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, plus five on these rolls. That's fucking sweet. All right. <laughs> oh, dang. Yeah, Sabin's goal. pretty talented as well, but he only gets a plus four. Okay. Suck it, Sabin. All right, here we go. Whoop. Not good. That's gonna be a win for uh, a win for Saban. He's got a 16. With the plus a five. Total of 20 versus your 11. Or is that a 10? That's a 10. Come on, I really want that bomb ripper. <laughs> Second toss. Oh my god. Oh, he's only got eight over here. Six. What? You rolled a fucking one. I rolled a one. Oh man. <laughs> Saban gleefully reaches over and uh, slides Shit. back the deep cut, one of his favorite slammers. <laughs> Regrettably, luck did not. Luck was not a lady for you tonight. I'm Never. actually getting nice. Me? No. I want to play Saban. I want to go Top Guns. Oh, dude. Well, Ooh. he's good. Melvin's got to relinquish the table. Damn it. I really want that bong ripper. <laughs> I'm going to be really butthurt if. I'll put it. up 100 of my own gold pieces against the bong ripper. I'll stake him. You're going to stake him for the bong ripper, huh? All right. Uh, Sabin is agreeable to that because, well, he does play pogs for money, so here you are. 
Come on. Take it away, Melvin. I rolled another one. Wow. Uh, he rolled a 14, which is 18. Oh my god. <laughs> let me play him. What? I'm changing dice. <laughs> yeah, the P dice aren't the best. Alright. Oh, here we go. Oh, that's much better. 21. Yeah, that's a 13 on his end, so that's one win for you. <laughs> oh, man. One and one. Oh, man. This is the deciding roll. Hold on. Holy shit. Nine. <laughs> 22. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, dude. Gold. God. Oh, my God. Saban is cleaning up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's laughing his ass off over there. God damn it. Minus 90 gold. <laughs> I'm out. I flip over the table. Fuck this shit. <laughs> it's bolted to the floor, but you oh. like... <laughs> you motion. <laughs> I tried to hold it. You just like... <laughs> like rub the edges. You walk off with your back so It's the symbolic action, though. Everybody knows what that means. I'll stake the orc, you weaselly old son of a bitch. You'll oh, stake man. me. 200 gold against oh. two of the slammers. Well, you have to remember, I just thought, I'm not proficient. I don't he give is. a shit. I'm mad. Oh, man. Okay. All right, so... so uh, so you are putting 200 gold against not only the Bong Ripper 420, but you want to bet for the deep cut as well? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, or wait, sorry. Were you, Melvin, were you playing for a slammer? I just... For... Um, no, just for no, my I gold. Had, the first time I had bet the deep cut, so he You'd won be, yep. that one. Gotcha. And okay. the next one, we lost 100 gold. I took 100 gold out of my own personal stash for that. All right. All right. Yeah, okay, two, well... 200 gold and two slammers on the line. Kolvik, it is up to you to shine. Okay, yeah, okay. So I'm not going to do the copper knockers if the 200's on the table. That's, that's just... Yep, he's, he's, right. he's uh, staking you on this one. What's really going out now? <laughs> God. What did you roll? Three. You rolled a three? Well, he you rolled... rolled a five, what is that's a nine. You rolled a one. I rolled a one. That's oh, three ones. Total. That's three ones so far in this Pogs game. Jeez. What the fuck is saving about? All right. Roll number two. He rolled a three. That's a total 17. of seven. That's 17. So it's one and one. Oh, man. This is it. Just going to do some orcish shakes. Or are you, are you going to try and intimidate him? Yeah. Maybe you should that. make an intimidation roll first. Let's do that. Let's <laughs> do an intimidation <laughs> <laughs> Show him my wrist action. <laughs> it's almost like grunting. All right. Roll intimidation. Uh, 13 plus... So 16. He is successfully intimidated. I'm going to have him roll this final roll at disadvantage. Here it comes. Last roll to determine the fate of 200 gold and two slammers. I rolled on the first dice a 20. Oh, fuck. And on the second dice a 3. So that's 7. And I rolled 6. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? No, I got a 4. <laughs> All right. Shit. Man. All of it, uh, all of it washes away. Saban cleans house. He makes some some good money tonight. At least you didn't lose the copper knockers, but you did definitely lose the gold. I feel bad. I am gonna shift some of my money towards Roscoe, just because that's three hundred dollars down, going against us. So I'm gonna give him one hundred fifty of my own. Oh, that's very generous. Thank you. Yeah. Well, Kovic, I, I hope you learned a lot about Pogs tonight. I did. <laughs> I did. Pogs and gambling and dignity. Mm-hmm.
Man, by one. Yeah. I can't believe that. I wanted to. Man, I've never been so tempted to cheat at this game. <laughs> we have I'm the not going to lie, just now, I really, really wanted to. I'm like, I can't, though. God dang it. Yeah, I mean, the, the so, story's not interesting if you guys win everything you I do. Know. I mean, exactly. But that's the problem with losing everything. <laughs> no, no, it was good. All right, let's talk to Dunk. We've lost enough. Dunk happens to be back in his office when you guys go looking for him. So you you go bang on the door and... Um, fuck, I can't remember. Did I ever do a voice for that guy? I don't think so. I don't think so. He was just kind of a normal, so... You guys knock on the door and he calls out, you know, who is it? It's a very good adventuring team. He says, uh, come on in. Hey, uh, don't, did you get our little note that we left you? Yeah, I got your note. I was a little confused about that. Uh, you wanted me to run interference with them. What kind of interference did you want me to run with them? I mean, I haven't seen them in a long time, so I don't, I don't really know what you're looking for from me as a service here. I think we're good. I got all the information I need. So, uh, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the guy didn't, he doesn't know what we're talking about, so he obviously didn't do shit. <laughs> so, like, oh, money. <laughs> Alright, we're done here. <laughs> he just back out of the room. Like, like Homer coming out of the head. Just, yeah. <laughs> so, he's like, I mean, are you, are you really just going to leave after he says that? Wait, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> we don't, we don't care how he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> Peace out, homies. <laughs> so you, you guys are like backing towards the door, and he's like, "Did you need anything from me, or did you?" <laughs> nope, not anymore. <laughs> We're good here. Yeah. Thanks, Dunk. <laughs> he's giving you kind of a suspicious eye as you back out of the room, but that's pretty much that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so well, that filled up some time now. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go home. We're down a slammer, three hundred gold. Fucking hell, my dignity. Yep, a little bit. Dignity. Yeah, but, at least you got your pants. Mm -hmm. I did. I, I kept it, and I got a cool little dustpan I'm playing with on the way home. Randomly, like you're sweeping off your uh, your clothes and whatnot. Clean your shake making room with that. Yeah, you know what. Uh, how are your shakes going, Kovic? Your shake business? Well, it was going good. Like I said, it was kind of suppliers eating his own demand, which was weird at first. And so, <laughs> <laughs> but you get used to it. <laughs> they didn't really catch on. I've been handing out. <laughs> well, nobody really called me that I know of uh, looking for shakes, so it's just me. Trying to perfect that, trying to get that perfect ingredient. Now I'm, I'm running low on I mean, ingredients, so I haven't made any in a while. I mean, you've got the perfect ingredient, right? I have. Are you just trying to find the right flavor? No, I just mean, keep I'm... keep eating pineapple. Yeah, I'm Avoid missing asparagus. some. I, have to, I need to go out and... <laughs> Don't smoke. <laughs> <laughs> or, or you could for a very... A more peaty Mes flavor. Mesquite. <laughs> Mesquite skeet. <laughs> No, I'm not really satisfied. I'm not distributing anymore. I'm
episode 26, Mostly Rambling, was released on April 22, 2018. We would love it if you came back for another episode next week of the very good Adventuring Cheese.